this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. You don't know the power of the dark side. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Well, hello, everybody. Paul is busy texting or something. His head is down. All I see is his his baldness on top. He's like <laughs> staring at his phone, looking like he's got a cyborg eye with his uh, snowball sitting in front of you. But you know what? I'm here. I I will say hello to everybody. And uh, how are you doing? And welcome to another episode of the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. Paul. It's good to see you, my friend. It's good to see you again. Yes. Uh, there's a little bit of business we need to get out of the way. Um, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling ancient. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? No matter how old you get, you will never catch up with me. I know. That's the living proof that there is a God every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so have you had a good day so far? Anything special or out of the ordinary or amazing happen? Um, well, my boss figured out it was my birthday when he showed up at work. And so he was like, oh, it's your birthday. Uh, can we have a staff meeting slash birthday lunch? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Sure. So I got, I had, this was not my decision, but it wasn't bad. I had pepperoni and meatball pizza. Pepperoni and meatball. That sounds intriguing, actually. Yeah, it was from pizza. It wasn't half bad. So that was pretty good. And then um, I came home after picking up the little one, took a very all too brief nap, got up, and then we went and uh, we had hibachi. So we went and got to see the, you know, the onion volcano and, Huge flames across the griddle, which, of course, freaked out my two and a half year old. Um, yes. Not that I blame her. I mean, you definitely feel the heat from it. And if you didn't know any better, you'd think he was trying to kill us. Um, but, you know, it was good. She 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 rebounded pretty quickly, but uh, it was fun. And, of course, as it is uh, to happen at uh, Japanese steakhouses, we had two random people who we didn't know. They were also sitting with us and they're like, oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, Nice. <laughs> It's and so they nice. say happy birthday, too, when everybody's saying happy birthday to me. So that was kind of fun. Isn't it so nice when random people wish you a happy birthday? It kind of is in a weird sort of way. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's always it's always good. It's always good. Oh, yeah. uh, let me see. Did you do the did you have the um, what do they call that? The volcano where they slice the onions and do the stack and then pour the steam and all of that yeah yeah it was it was a nice steady flame spurt coming out of that onion volcano it was pretty That's rad awesome very very yeah. cool well i am glad that you were uh willing to give up your birthday evening apparently all the festivities are done that's the only reason why i raid but that's all right um are you kidding this is my birthday present oh is that what it is <laughs> so yeah it's, it's been quite a few weeks since you and i actually had a chance to get together um life sometimes gets in the way of things. We've said that many times. And uh, sometimes that life involves possibly running away from a massive firestorm that happens to be destroying your town at the time being. So, uh, yeah, I, that was a bit insane. Uh, 
Sarah and I both know about 80 families who are now homeless uh, just because of where the storms blew through and how quickly they said it was burning up to three acres a minute. Good grief. Yeah. So literally people woke up and had uh, like 15 minutes to grab stuff and get in their cars and get out before their houses were completely engulfed in flames with within 30 minutes of the fire being seen houses were completely uh, decimated and completely gutted from the fire. Wow. I have never, I've never bore witness to anything like that ever. So yeah, it was, it was insane and amazing. And honestly, the fact that the loss of life is still at the moment, I believe, with all the fires in this area and the massive amount of area that the fires covered acreage wise, the fact that I believe it's still under 50 is uh, is amazing for the death toll. Yeah, it absolutely blows me away. Uh, Leslie says happy birthday, by the way, Paul. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. You said there was not a lot of news going on. So, um, are, are there any albums coming out that we have to look forward to? I know NF's album just dropped. I'm still trying to get my hands on a copy of that album and have been unsuccessful right. in doing so. But, um, I, you know, other than that... Which it debuted at number one overall on the Billboard charts, which yeah, is which, pretty crazy and outsold the new Lecrae. That kind of doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. You know, it really doesn't surprise me. I know people don't like his aggressive style, and that's fine. There's lots of options out there for you to choose from. Uh, personally, I enjoy it very much. And it's not that I dislike Lecrae, because I do enjoy Lecrae very much. I just feel NF... Um, is less political and more introspective, if that yeah. makes sense. It does. It does. And also, I mean, uh, I'll preface this much like you in saying that I like Lecrae, but he has, he doesn't stand out as much from the general pack style wise as NF does. Now, NF does sound an awful lot like Eminem, but nobody in the Christian market really has. Some people would say that KJ had moments where he sounded like Eminem, but I don't think that that lasted very long. So I wonder um, why, you know, it is different. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is that. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, in KJ, it's, it's been a little while since he's done anything new. Yes. Yes. Well, no, he just released uh, his, his, uh jonah ep and he's releasing a deluxe edition sometime in the next couple of months and he's coming out with a documentary about himself um, gotcha fairly soon too so i mean he's been kind of busy but he also just took a full-time job as as a pastor of some sort at a church so that might cut into your free time i wonder if our uh buddy tom labonte knows anything about that (laughs) i'm sure tom knows nothing about that (laughs) yeah i'm sure he's you know he's just got all the free time in the world i feel so unplugged um since starting my job a few months ago, you know, I was really hoping to be able to balance both DJing for Broken FM and, you know, my work. And the DJing part has just pretty much been non-existent. Uh, yeah. 
And it's frustrating to me because I do still love trying to stay in with the music, but when you're not having to talk about it on an almost daily basis, it's really difficult to stay plugged in. I mean, you at least have the Christian Rock 20 to prep for, so that helps you, you know, kind of stay with inside of the sphere on, you know, I don't, I don't have that going for me right now. So I have to make like a conscious effort to read stuff and find out stuff in order to, uh, in order to make it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, and that is, that is hard. However, though, man, if you ever want to take a, a, a week and guest host the Christian rock 20, uh, you could do that. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. In all of my free time that I just told you I have, right. Oh yeah, I, I, just, I just figured you were lying. So you know. It's oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Always, I'm always the liar. Constantly, constantly. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else that you know of that's like imminent that we need to talk about? Well, it was already mentioned in the chat, but yeah, the new Red album comes out tomorrow, which is uh, October 27th. Um, I, the, what I've heard off of it has been good. Um, it hasn't been like crazy groundbreaking weird or anything, but it has seemed to be absent from strings, which is kind of cool. And I'm. it sounds like they're taking some risks and there's already some remixes of one of the tracks that are out, um, which are part of the record. So that's cool. Um, of course, there's also a new one from Adam Agee, who you may know from uh, as being the lead singer of Stellar Cart, current lead singer of Audio Adrenaline. He has an EP that's a solo project that's coming out. Oh. I don't really know what it sounds like. I think it may be a little bit more worshipy, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, and then there is... I'm actually curious uh, about that now. I kind of want to hear that a little bit. Yeah. I so, like Adam's then, uh, voice. Yeah. Oh, he's got a fantastic voice. Yeah, for sure. And I'd be curious to see where his his creativity goes with it. I think he did have some co-writers with it. Okay. I could be remembering that wrong, but you know that's not always a bad thing. But yeah. uh, we'll see how things go. You're gonna. Oh, my little oh. one's coming to say good night. Oh, good night, little one. What were you saying? <laughs> yes, these shows are done live, ladies What's and gentlemen. That? This is a microphone. <laughs> oh, thank you. Can I have a hug? <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. All right, I'll see you in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> she came in to tell me happy birthday again. Oh, see, that's why you're that's why being a dad is one of the best things in the world. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Every time. So, so Kirk says the other new album that is coming oh, out is the She says there's another daddy. That's right. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> so the other new one that's coming out also was mentioned in the in the chat room is the new one from Ashes Remain, which I had almost wondered what they were even doing, but then they kind of out of nowhere got signed to BEC and then like a month later they're like and we've got a new record so yeah now that actually hits tomorrow i believe yep it hits tomorrow so okay awesome um, they released a CHR song which is very much kind of seventh day slumber CHRS i mean it's it's kind of rock but not okay. horribly so and then they released a pretty heavy duty rock song that's being released to Christian rock that's good as well good um so i'm i've just got a digital sent to me and then I'm interviewing them tomorrow for next week's Christian Rock 20. So we'll awesome. see how that goes. Well, I know Seventh Day Slumber recently stated that The Rock is coming back to Seventh Day Slumber's albums. So this next album is supposed to be heavier than what they've done. But honestly, just about anything could be heavier than some of what they've done uh, in the recent yeah. uh, in the recent past. So, um, 
Yeah, know, and their uh, new album is out. It I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. As a matter of fact, I think there's an autographed copy up at the station that I can have if I want it, but I haven't claimed it yet. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh Kirk actually had an opportunity to see the Union of Sinners and Saints at his church. Uh we talked a little bit about that last week, uh, that he was excited about that uh happening. And uh he said it was really good. So that's awesome. Yeah. Whiteheart cool. and Petra and Trump's lead counsel all together on one stage. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, it's, it's I can't believe those words. I'll just rock and roll. Those words just exited my mouth all at the same time. I mean, what other place are you going to be able to say white heart Petra and Donald Trump's lead counsel? <laughs> just <laughs> How does that, how is that possible? I don't understand. I just don't understand. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> um, well, we mentioned this just before we went on, but, um, Jr. from love and death is, uh, either taking a break from recording the new love and death record or is done with the new love and death record and is doing something to help pay some bills. But he is actually out playing guitar for spoken. If the video that I saw online is any indication. So that's kind of cool. I know that spoken was looking for some players because when I interviewed Matt, he was the only person who is technically a member now. And so <laughs> he was looking for some people to hire out to get on the road with him. And I, that works. So, I mean, I yeah. think JR was looking to get on the road with somebody. So, Hey, what do you JR, know? Yeah. JR will definitely be a good fit uh, for, for that. I'm sure. Um, hopefully in my opinion, it means, uh, that the album is done. I hope so. Okay. Now Kirk, Kirk just said this, uh, we've, oops, I grabbed the wrong thing and I'm moving logos all over the screen here. Uh, Kirk <laughs> says that, uh, John Schlitt loved the, uh, sweet Schlitt jokes that we had on the show. <laughs> Is it bad that that kind of scares me a little? Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, Kirk, you and I have got to talk sometime, and you've got to tell me how it is that you opted to uh, to talk to John Schlitt <laughs> about, about that. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I just... Uh... I, I don't think I would be brave enough to, to walk up to John and have that conversation. Hey, you know, some buddies of mine were goofing around on a podcast. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know how that how that happened. <laughs> I was looking at his next post. He said that his favorite fan shirt is a shirt that a fan made that said Schlitt happens. <laughs> oh, nice. So I actually don't see that on my uh, comment list. So that one slipped by me. <laughs> mm. schlitt happens we're gonna get ourselves in trouble if we're not yes. careful uh yeah so <laughs> keeping going uh <laughs> i think this show is lost right now paul we yes. uh paul kind of contacted me today and said we should do a show containing songs that either sound creepy or how was it you put it either or like either in sound or in style or like theme yeah 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 yeah. that have some some realm of creepiness to them and most of them i would say definitely 
sound creepy and are creepy, but other ones are just maybe unsettling or funny in a creepy way. <laughs> um, because let's face it, I mean, whether or not we celebrate or not, we're five days away from October 31st, which yep. is cover your ears if you don't believe in it, but it's Halloween. So, um, well, you which, can, by the you way, you cannot believe in it. The day does still exist. So, believing it in it, I think, is a whole nother level. Like, you don't have to celebrate it, and that's totally cool. And you can celebrate it. And if that's your thing, man, I'm all for it for you as well. But uh, I, to not believe in it, that that's kind of silly. <laughs> it is a little silly. Yeah. It is a little silly. Anyhow. I, I do believe in spooks. I do believe in spooks. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, and ironically enough, tomorrow night, I'm not going just because I have way too many other things to do in my life. But uh, Family Force 5 is doing like a Halloween show tomorrow night. Um, which I'm sure will be fantastically rad and awesome, but I'm like, I just, I don't have time to do all this, but, uh, you know, that whole dad thing and full-time job thing, it gets in the way. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, but that's happening. And so with that, we're, and another way to think about this, this list of songs is this is songs that you could play around your house around this time of year that would feel thematically fitting. Gotcha. I would say. So since we've already brought up family force five, I think that should be the first one that we play. And obviously there's the obvious cut, which is zombie, which is a very good one. And it also has a video that goes with it. That is also quite cool and creepy, but I tried to go with not always the most obvious one on this just because, well, it seems like it would be nice to take slightly, you know, deeper cuts, although some of them are obvious. Yes. Um, but instead I went back to their album dance or die and I think that the song Wake Up the Dead is also quite applicable for this. So here we go. Ah, yes. Wake up the dead. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's it, it just goes to remind me how much I miss Soul Glow, which is a little sad, but still keeping hope alive for that uh, solo album that he's supposedly working on. So, yeah, we'll see what Someday. happens with that. Well, you know, <laughs> as I was going through my um, my repertoire of music, uh, I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and just kind of looking around trying to find the absolutely perfect song and um i came up with a big fat zero there was absolutely nothing that stood out to me as creepy thematically or otherwise i i had grave robber in the list um but the only song of theirs that i currently have is uh the the grinch and i just didn't feel like it was the right time of year <laughs> to be bringing that to be bringing that song to your ears right now. So, I mean, we do have some some others, uh, you know, well, Nick, he says that uh, Grave Robber has some songs that sound pretty creepy. And I totally agree. I just don't happen to possess any of them. Huh, possess. You get that? Uh, I, I got that to possess uh, any of them. Uh, you know, one of uh, Garrett's uh, options would be Skillet with Monster. 
you know which i have here oh is that is that on here well let's uh it let's is. go through i don't see skillet say what yeah oh there it is here we go it's hiding in the dark his teeth are razor sharp there's no escape for me it was my soul it was my heart no one can hear me scream maybe it's just a dream maybe it's inside of me Ah, uh, yes, monster. That's so good, I had to play it twice. <laughs> it's funny, though. If I'm not mistaken, I think this still holds true. I think that is the number one digital Christian single of all time. That actually wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Kirk Bout says the hunt, the hunted, excuse me, not, he said haunted, but it's actually the hunted, uh, by the insiders. That is another good one. That is a bit on the intense side and, um, a bit creepy. If you think about somebody being locked in a cage and poked out with sticks and then being released from the cage and deciding that they're not going to turn and attack true yeah true uh <laughs> and then noah says that project 86's cover of the grinch is pretty creepy and i would agree with that it is it's i a would good say and see that was one of the things that i thought was rather amusing because i think at least one or two of projects creepiest songs are christmas songs <laughs> yes yes <laughs> which i love about them and yet it still felt like it was weird to include them on this list but i do have two project uh, songs that are on here okay um one of them is a slightly deeper cut and we can do that one first just so that people will wonder if i'll get the obvious after that but um the song is chimes and it comes off their sophomore album drawing black lines and this is one of my all-time favorites of theirs just because it's so haunting and creepy and intense and and who would have ever thought that a rap core song would be that i mean <laughs> i guarantee limp biscuit could never have pulled this song off i'm just saying so yeah. anyway right. let's check it out Andrew has such unique skills when yeah. it comes to his songwriting and singing ability. I mean, to, 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 to sit and have a conversation with Andrew, and I know that you've done this a few times as well, Paul, that man should be a pastor. Like yeah. his heart is for his fans and for, and for people in general, for, for those that are lost is that's that's where he loves to be but then you listen to like the style of his music and it is really dark and foreboding yes absolutely absolutely and and it's funny because i think the main thing that his music shares with him is a certain sense of intensity yeah um which is cool 
But at the same time, if you met him first, which I know some people have the weird experience of meeting him before they see him perform. <laughs> right. But meeting him first, having a conversation, be like, oh, this guy seems like a learned individual. Um, maybe he could be like a, a professor somewhere, uh, maybe of poetry or literature or philosophy. And then he gets on stage and he does the eye thing, which looks like he's trying to <laughs> suck your soul from your mouth using only his ocular orifices. Yes. And he's just yes. looking at you. And you're just like, oh, my goodness, what have I done? <laughs> so uh, Tim and his wife, Stephanie, uh, I don't remember where they were. I think they were in Petaluma or something like that, where Andrew was. They didn't see him perform, um, but they got a chance to to, to talk to him. And yeah. on the way home, a Project 86 song came on. Uh, and Tim goes, that's the guy that we were talking to. Like, this is him singing. And she was like, he seems so nice and calm and quiet <laughs> so you know it was one of those uh it was one of those interesting you know he is kind of he's a dichotomy in and of himself yeah. i mean he really is he is he is a split personality in the best way that you could possibly be uh he is an amazing person to get to know he's an amazing person to stand and talk to and his concerts are fantastic to watch because he holds the crowd captive uh, the whole time that he is performing. That he does. Now, the obvious cut from them is Sincerely Ichabod, which, of course, is very highly tied into Halloween. So I want you to play that while I go plug in my computer before I die. Okay. And there it is. Oh, there we are. And now you get the pleasure of seeing both the front and back of my head and my light box because my blanket fell off of the mirror. That's right. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Nick says that uh, Andrew has some serious deep theology, too. It's all good stuff. Yes, it's exactly right. I, I told Andrew that if he ever had an opportunity to become a pastor of some sort, that he should. And he's kind of doing that in Colorado now a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly. I think it might be a music minister or something like that. I mean, he's not like a pulpit pastor, or like right. a family minister, but yeah, he's definitely putting some of that to work. And I think that's cool. And he's also gotten recently really into um, calligraphy and, and like drawn artwork. Yeah. Which is also rather fun. Their last album. If you, uh, if you had any, uh, if you were a part of the Kickstarter campaign or crowdfunding campaign, um, one of the things that you could get is a set of lyrics that were actually hand done in calligraphy. And I remember seeing uh, on Facebook about six months after he had promised to do all of these, he was still handwriting all of these calligraphy uh, song lyric sheets. And he was kind of cursing himself for stepping up and offering... <laughs> to do this it became a thing for him that was just it was very very difficult yeah so, i dare say 
so Noah says uh, maybe voices by House of Heroes. I don't know, Paul. You've got some House of Heroes in this list. I do. I don't have voices, and I'll be honest. I'm drawing a blank on that song at the moment. Which I, I like House of Heroes. I can't say that I can name off all of their um, all of their songs by name that are ones that were not singles. Um, but uh, since we're discussing House of Heroes, uh, they released a spe- a Halloween specific song uh, that is a rather different take on the whole Halloween creepy thing, and it's called Lovesick Zombie. When we get together, it's a regular thriller. staring at me like i'm a pulled pork sandwich oh man that's just disturbing (laughs) oh my goodness um i tim skipper is another one of those guys that i would love to sit down and have a long conversation with sometime um we've talked to him on the phone a couple of times i know tim uh broken fm tim has talked to tim skipper more times than i've had an opportunity to um but tim is always uh just a a super cool guy and he's definitely got a unique take on things uh and is very talented musically and lyrically as well so uh you know yeah i i love me some house of heroes good stuff yeah and 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 for dollar for dollar i would say that that both tim skipper and also um, uh, Trevor McNeven from Thousand mm-hmm. of a Crutch are two of the most infectiously nice guys. I oh, mean, yeah. most of the people who we interview are nice people, and there's nothing weird or wrong about them. But there's something about them that every time you get off the phone with them, you just kind of like you feel better about yourself. <laughs> you like, do. You just, yes. I mean, they, they, they like missed a calling somewhere only because they were probably better at music, but they missed a calling as like a life coach because you just know that they could be like on Dr. Oz every other week, just making you feel good. You know, you just, you just get done talking to me. You're like, awesome. I'm a cool person. They're a cool person. Life is great. (laughs) I have probably done a hundred artist interviews in my career. And I have never once felt like they were not genuine with me. Yeah. And every single one of them were super nice and appreciative that I took the time to talk to them. And I'm like, no, no, no. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. You don't understand. (laughs) You know, this is one of those things that's like, you're the one who's like super busy. I'm just sitting in front of a microphone all day long. Uh, and, right. You know, for you guys to take the time to come and hang and chat, every single artist that I have talked to um, 
has always been fantastic. And I know I've said this before. The only time I ever did an interview where I felt bad when I was done was the first time I ever interviewed Brian Head Welch. And the only reason I felt that way was because he was just flat exhausted and he did not have a lot to give me that night. Um, And so I totally understood. I do not hold it against him, but I'd have to say that was one of the worst interviews I've ever done, but only because of the circumstances that he was in just getting back on tour, getting back to what tour life was like, not sleeping very well. All of those things were what built into that being a bad interview. It wasn't because of him. And when I saw him in person at the Phoenix here in uh, Petaluma, not long after that, he and I had a great conversation and he looked much more well-rested, sounded more well-rested and ready to go and everything like that. So I know that it was just the fact that he was dead tired. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so we so have, an, I'm going another house of heroes or did you want to, did you want to hold on? No, no, no. I only have one house of heroes. Huh? No, I have two of them listed here. No, it's just the one. I okay. promise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one of them i think i saved without the song title ah uh, that might be yeah okay yeah so um i think we should go back to like the oldest one i have i think this may be from like 89 88 somewhere around in there and this is a band that we've talked about before called bride yep and they have a very heavy guns and roses influence um but they had a song called all hallows eve and it is so on the nose and so creepy sounding, but it's pretty cool. So I think we should listen to that. All right, let's check it out. There you go. <laughs> Feel the hair. Yeah. All the hair. Oh, Lots yeah. Of hair. Big time. Big time. <laughs> One thing I uh, thought that was interesting that you left off of this list is that uh, Raven Hill song that Josh sent you last year. Yeah, but I don't like Raven Hill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You love throwing that out there. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> this imaginary feud that you have with Josh Clifton always makes me laugh. But I, I have you ever had them on the Christian Rock 20? Um, I don't think you have. I think I have. It's been a long time. Let me look. If I did, I would be able to find them on the website. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> have, have we had Raven Hill before? While we're while we're this, talking about that, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Nick says, uh, "Is it bad that I hear a lot of Judas Priest in that bride song?" Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> no, um, I don't think so. I mean, it does mean that they're going to hell now, but um, you know, right. other than that, <laughs> well, kidding. you know, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, I it did is. have I did have Josh on the Christian Rock Twenty. It was in the summer of 2015. Holy smokes, that was like two years ago. 
I know, and they haven't put out anything. Yeah, I know. That's I was getting on Josh with that the other day. You know, I was like, dude, I I thought you were a band that made music, and you know, you're trying to pull like a skillet and a flyleaf thing of going two years in between albums. But here's the deal, bud: skillet and flyleaf can pull it off. Speaking of Flyleaf, here is one weird kind of deep cut recommendation that I will give you for another kind of creepy song that's more just because what it's associated with than it is because the song itself is all that creepy. But they did a cover of What's This from The Nightmare Before Christmas that was on the Nightmare Before Christmas tribute album. Oh, yeah, I think I. I don't remember. Do I have that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I might, but ah, I'm like dropping my phone all over the place. <laughs> uh, let me, did I, did I buy that? That's, I don't know. I might have, uh, let me see. <laughs> I think I bought the regular album, not the. Yeah, I didn't do the tribute album. Well, I own the tribute album, but I'm not sure. Um, in the tossing back and forth of of iTunes from one thing to the other, some stuff has gotten lost in the mix, and my uh, Windows machine is searching very slowly through my iTunes library trying to figure out if I have it or not. So which song did they do? Because I do have it's some, like this? Sally's song is done by Fiona Apple, and uh, so I have a few of them, but... Yeah, it's called What's This? Yeah, I have the Danny Elfman version. And then I have a Fallout Boy version. Well, that's just... Oh, Nick says uh, Nick says it's called Nightmare Revisited. That is not what I have. That's the album, oh, okay. I guess. Yes, yes, it is the album. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that I do not... Uh, I do not have that album, sadly. So, oh, well, I, otherwise I'd play a clip of it. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's keep rolling along there, Paul, because we do still have an other stuff that uh, I need to get to at some point. Or do you want to take a break, do the other stuff, and then come back and finish up the list? Oh, let's do that. Do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So uh, let's check out the uh, other stuff. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... Math is one of the best bands out there right now. Their musical talent is off the charts, and their live shows are just that, shows. With their new album, Play Dead, the band shows no signs of slowing down musically. As has become signature for the band, the beats are crazy and the synths are amazing. The music of the album is a blend of the 70s rock sound of Odd Soul and the 80s synth pop sounds of Vitals. The 
to take on a variety of different subjects, including lost love, the war within, and even doubting one's faith. All this wrapped up in a crazy synth rock sound. Play Dead, the latest album from Mute Math, is available everywhere now. This has been Captain Kirk with The Other Stuff for the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Kirk. Appreciate your hard work on that. I know we've been sitting on that one for a little while just because we haven't done a show in forever, but it's counting. (laughs) <laughs> and might I say, I don't think Kirk has never sounded more enthusiastic about one of the albums he's reviewed for that than yes. that one. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of passion in that particular one, which uh, is visible and appreciated. So it's oh, all yes. good. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. All right. Cool. What else? Let's see here. Um, let's do this is one that has always been one of my favorites. And this is one of those ones much like... Um, Dear Ichapod was a song that when you would see this band in concert, this is the song that everyone would just go completely nuts for. Like you, you would never see more people in the air hitting each other and trying to, you know, just totally uh, raid the stage than during this track. This is Blindside, and the song is called King of the Closet. Man, I tell you, Blindside is one of those bands that you really never know what song you're going to get from one track to the next. I mean, which band is it that's going to show up and and play um, on on an individual track? You just you don't know. Right, right. And those first two albums were very raw and kind of brutal and really heavy. And then they really kind of honed it into a more specific, not as aggressive sound after that. And, you know, it's like, I I appreciate and enjoy every era of them. I think their album, the great depression is one that I don't particularly enjoy just because it's very out of character, I guess, from everything else. And that it's just a lot of it is, is not very, doesn't have much of a formula to it, which would seem like it would be a good thing, but um, you know, it's not, none of it's very catchy. But man, that the oh, that song is just I love it. And the video is also very cool and creepy. So if you ever want to check out a very different and yet cool and creepy video, that would be one of them. King of yeah. the Closet, Blindside, good stuff. Awesome. Good deal. Well, we've got five left. I'm wondering if anybody can guess one of the songs that Paul still has on this list as we are uh, rolling through. I'm, I'm very curious. <laughs> Mm. Are you thinking of a specific one or are we no. just guessing in general? Just guessing in general. I mean, they, they kind of know your tastes based off of how much time 
uh, we have broadcast to them and they've yeah. seen some of the things that you've already chosen tonight and True. some of them may have been obvious to them. So maybe there's something they can think of that is not so particularly, particularly, is that, yeah, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I'm out of practice. Yes, yes. I did think about something from Head Solo album, and there is definitely some stuff on there that is uber creepy in every, but that whole album is uber creepy in, in a lot of ways. I yes. didn't choose anything from that because not a, not a specific one came out as being maybe more Halloween centric yeah. in a creepy form. Um, but definitely a good, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that, that, I mean, you could pick up almost any project album, any album by, uh, uh, you know, head or love and death, all that stuff will work great. Yeah. Um, and, and Noah is the only one thus far who has picked out another one from my list. And that would be a very short song from the latest Halloween EP from uh, Reliant K called um, Halloween in Owatonna. And uh, this definitely falls in the same category as House of Heroes, Love Sick Zombie, in that it's rather tongue-in-cheek and kind of funny. I'll pour gasoline to my chainsaw I will quietly wait by your bedside Pour the cold and watch the light flash I'd rather scare the living daylights I'd rather scare the living daylights I'd rather scare the living daylights Out of you <laughs> So Leslie wants to know where are the creepy Stephen Curtis Chapman songs? <laughs> Well, there's just too many to count, so yes. we just decided to avoid them altogether. Because you know, but it's low-hanging fruit. I mean, let's let's be honest here. I tell you, um, he does have a creepy one where he's talking about being a, a little man from outer space, hanging out and watching people as they live their life. That that's just kind of creepy. That is a little creepy. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's a little creepy. And I also did think about Alice Cooper stuff, and there wasn't a specific one that kind of stuck out. And plus, I thought maybe that was a little bit off kind of the general trajectory of this show. Um, I also thought about red stuff and didn't really come up with anything that was specific for that either. Had yeah. I, had I had more time to prep, there might have been some from either one of those, but well, Alice Cooper is, is all of his stuff is intentionally creepy. I think to make people think so yeah. you literally could have just played one of his entire albums and that would have, that would have been the entire show. So I, I mean, and, and and I don't mean this in a bad way, but in all honesty, that Alice Cooper is definitely low hanging fruit when it comes to yeah. this kind of thing, because you literally could pick anything off of his albums and, and utilize sections of it. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also another one that would have been good that I didn't pick was the latest single from the letter black, which is called the fear. And that's really cool too. So definitely you should check that one out. If you're just kind of looking for other things for your Halloween soundtrack. Um, but didn't pick one from the letter black either. Uh, another good one that I, is a recent uh, release and a single that, or not, actually, I don't think it's a single, but it was it was kind of released ahead of the album. But uh, is by a new band called Death Therapy, and the song is called Slow Dance with Death. And yeah, it's a, it's a little bit creepy. 
So they actually performed that song when I saw them uh, a few months ago. And they did a really good job. I mean, it was... Um, I I want to like Death Therapy, but I feel yeah. like they're just too screamo for me. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, fair enough. I just I really I really want to like their stuff, but it's just over the edge of what I can listen to with any regularity. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I, so. I can I can understand that. I mean, and, you know, and they're definitely not for everybody. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Totally. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so another one that uh, is, is somewhat low-hanging fruit, but I went for it anyway, mainly just because I feel like most people have forgotten about them, um, is The Becoming. And for those of you who don't remember this band, they looked like they were living Halloween. I mean, they're all, like, all black, lots of makeup, uh, kind of a Sisters of Mercy, Mercy, Depeche Mode kind of a thing going on. And they put out one record, which was awesome, and they toured, and then they broke up. <laughs> and I never did hear why, and it made me sad. But they had a song called We're Already Dead that is not aggressive, but definitely has some creepiness to it. The Becoming? Yes. I don't think I ever heard of them. Really? They had a couple of singles that you guys surely had played. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) Leslie says, uh, if it wasn't for the music he sings, Peter Furlor looks pretty creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it's the the eyeliner. It it doesn't. It just does. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Noah mentioned Grave Digging by the Classic Crime. Are we still allowed to talk about them? Is... uh, what he said, and yes, you're still allowed to talk about the classic crime. It's perfectly okay. They've just, they're making decisions. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I ever told you this, Paul, but we hmm. actually got a letter from someone who. You just, did forward that to me. Did I, did I forward that to you? Letter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got chastised for playing Paul's show. Because I think the near miss or something like that was the classic crimes. New I song. never played them. It was up for voting. Well, I, I don't know. She she made it sound like it had played. Nope. It was up for voting. Mm. That's as far as it ever went because it never made it. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, she was very worried. She was well, very, very worried. and I mean, I I get it. I mean, she copied and pasted the same post that we spent, you know, half an episode talking about. And then yeah. I know you did the interview with Matt since then, but, um, yes. did it ever get edited? I haven't posted and, it yet. Cause I okay. haven't had a chance to sit down and kind of edit it yet. Okay. All right. That's kind of what I figured that it hadn't actually made it, uh, that it hadn't made it out to, to air yet, uh, on your website. So yeah. we'll let you know, but it will soon. It will soon, probably okay. within the next week or two. Okay. But, 
anyway, now um, I'm going to skip one of the songs and tell you what it is because it's kind of hard to get the gist of the song really in, in a clip anyway. But if you're looking for something, once again, really on the nose but interesting, Tourniquet did a song called The Telltale Heart, which is very obviously about the Edgar Allan Poe story, The Telltale Heart. It's definitely worth a listen and very interesting. So check that out. It's a journey. Um, But then the last one is from a band called Argyle Park. And this one is one of those ones that uh, just I can just imagine this playing in a haunted house with lots of strobe lights and all kinds of kind of creepy techno goodness. Um, So, yes, it's called Misanthrope. It's off their one and only album that was called Misguided. And it's very entertaining. I like it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Misanthrope. <laughs> I kind of like that word. Yeah. One, one of these it days I word. need to see what it actually means. So you can use it in a conversation. Can you? Oh, how lovely. Misanthrope. <laughs> Great. Do you hear somebody's car alarm keeps going off outside my window? Are you hearing I it? those no? are children. Oh, you hear children? Yes. There's children playing outside my window, too. A couple of them are mine. And they take after their mom and have the loudest voices ever. (laughs) They don't take after their mom. That's not where they get it from. (laughs) Nice save. Walk that back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's she's out tonight. She's not listening. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let me see here. Oh, Garrett actually looked up misanthrope. Says a misanthrope is a noun, a person who dislikes humankind and in, and avoids human society. Synonyms are hater of mankind, hater, cynic. Wow. Or. <laughs> Interesting. Well, thanks for looking that up, Garrett. That was nice of you. That was very nerdy. Yeah. I actually I'm really kidding, we love you. I really like this software because it allows me to take the comments and put them up as an overlay so people get to read them as I talk about them. Uh it is pretty cool. And I I I really dig that. The only thing like I would I would like to be able to do is to type my own comment so like I could have put the song titles and stuff and commented it and then did an overlay and it would have made things uh uh, would have would have made things very nice uh, and and cool while you guys were watching the video to see who it is that was actually doing the song. But that's all right. That being said, uh, Paul, I see that not only do we have an oyster trade pick, but you also want to torture me tonight with a blender. I'm, I'm yes. not sure I'm ready for a blender. No, I am uh, kidding. Yeah, and I will just give you a vocal uh, thing on the noise trade because. Um, I, I have gotten paged, and so I should probably wrap up somewhat soon. Sure. Um, the Noise Trade Pick is a new uh, EP from the band, uh, from the hip-hop supergroup Deep Space 5, and it's free on their band camp, and I think they've released uh, another one or two things that are a name-your-own-price on their band camp as well. So if you like Crumb, Play-Doh, that sort of things, uh, he's part of the group, and there's lots of other talented individuals that are part of it as well, and it's definitely worth a listen. Cool. All right. 
Jaeger. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So uh, tell people about the song Blender. Well, tonight's song Blender is topical. I picked a song that could have been on this list, and it uh, is actually going to be in the Blender instead. Um, it is a song that we know that Chris knows, and we are going to have a small clip of it. We're going to spin it backwards, and we're going to change the pitch, see if can, if Chris can get it. If he can't get it, well, then we shall take the pitch bend off and then just play it backwards. And if he doesn't get it, then, then we play it forwards and mock him openly in the streets as one would a person <laughs> caught in some sort of deviant sin. <laughs> wow. So if I get it wrong, I'm a deviant. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Uh... Let's just cut to the chase then and see how deviant I really am. Wow. That sounded like a lot of garbage. Uh, are you sure I know this band? I yes, definitely. <laughs> um okay. I'm gonna take the pitch bend off. I don't want to draw okay. this out too long because I know you've got to go soon. So uh <laughs> let's take the pitch bend off and see if I can do any better. Yeah, I agree, Garrett. Garrett says it's got a uh, it's got a nice crunchy guitar, and it does. But that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. So uh, let's let's check out the next version. Okay, that almost sounded like John Schlitt. Interesting. Man, I I don't know. Keep in mind that it is topical. Yeah, I get that. That's that's Sorry. not that big of a hint. Not that I'm asking for more, I'm not. But that's not that big of a hint. True, true. Nick says he has an idea, but he's not sure if he knows yet. I tell you what, Nick, go ahead and type in what you think the idea is and uh, and send it because I I don't know. I'm going to listen to it one more time, but I I don't think I'm going to get this one. Oh. Jekyll and Hyde is what Leslie says. Mm, maybe you should play it forward. Are you serious? Sometimes I feel like Jekyll and Hyde. Well <laughs> done, Leslie. You <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> nice High fives. work yes absolutely well done i think that's the first or second time that somebody has actually guessed it uh in the chat room that doesn't happen very often 
No. So well done. Well done. Jekyll and Hyde. So that is off of one of their lesser known albums. And I'm I am not as familiar with that album as uh, apparently I thought I was. I did say that it sounded like John Schlitt, though, didn't I? You did. You did. You did. I will give you that. So I at least I had that, that going for me. That you did. That you which did. is nice. So, all right. Uh, let me see. I think that that is going to do it for us for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out, Paul. I hope you had a great birthday today. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us and spending part of it here. We definitely uh, appreciate you taking time away from the fam and uh, and hanging out with us. So it was great to see you again. When we can't do this, I miss it. But it's so difficult sometimes to get together to make it happen. But then when it does, I'm like, yeah. yes, we need to do this every week. And then, of course, <laughs> you know, life just gets in the way how it uh, how it is sometimes. So uh, I think that's it. Check out our sponsor, Tweaked Audio. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash R-N-A-H-P. Uh, and you can, you know, help us keep going keep our web hosting it's basically what it's for at this point we would definitely appreciate it so uh that's gonna do it for us i'm chris cooner and i'm paul gibson guys we'll see you next week have a great one